Yo. All right. What's up, man? What up? Y'all good? I think so. All right. I mean, you were worried that it wasn't recording? Yeah. Um, well, I've got, it says on my screen in the, uh, the upper left, it says recording. Okay. Cause and the lady, the Zoom lady with the sexy robotic voice, uh, <laughs> yeah. she told me that when I entered the room that it was recording. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. A prompt came up and said that uh, it may not record the other speakers, but when I just checked and it seemed to record you fine. So. Oh, all right. Uh, I don't know. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, brother? How's your day? It's all right. I'm just chilling. Um, just got back from the gym. Uh, just actually got out of the shower. You know, I kind of, kind of did a quick workout because I knew, you know, we were meeting up to do this. So just got out of the shower and was working a little bit. Probably go do some more work after this, and that's it. Yeah, nothing. Same old, same old, man. I, I am going to Portland next Sunday. Right. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Hang out with uh, Jesse and watch some wrestling. So, like the first vacation that I've had. It's not, it's not even a vacation. I'm going to be out there for one day. Yeah. Uh, but still, it's the first time I'm leaving the state since 2019. So That's awesome, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. What's That's going on dope. with you? Nothing. Just uh, kicking it with my boy. We um, had breakfast and played around uh and by lunch. your boy graham literally means his boy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my son my son um yeah uh he's been like he got this notebook from school he got like 100 percent on his botany test so his teacher gave him like a notebook as a prize oh nice nice yeah he's been really into making like tasks like a list of tasks to do yeah so i did that too um he was like, you should make a task. So I did a task and I completed two tasks today so far. I did the dishes and I cleaned the floors. And, and you got you got you checked it off or you uh you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the I make line a little, through. No, I make a little box next to it and then I Okay. Check it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. There is it. something very satisfying about checking off, you know, those little check boxes. If you I love got it. stuff to do, man, make a list with boxes and check them. It's it's there's no better yeah. way. There's no, yeah, there's no, yeah, it's really strangely satisfying feeling. Yeah, and, and it, it keeps you, like, focused and on on task. Otherwise, you're just leaving it up, like, to your brain to do it, and your brain doesn't want to do stuff. Yeah. See, I, I'm really back. I know a task list would help me, and I even got a, uh, recently, I got a, uh, like, a miniature whiteboard so that I can uh, write on and put, like, things that I need to do. That's good. I can't even muster up the energy to even write out my list of things that they need to do i and like you said i try to just use you know use my noggin for it yeah and i do a pretty good job but no i no, uh i would be well served to write that shit down somewhere writing it down is the best i mean i do the same thing like with like guitar parts and stuff like that i just i i videotape myself doing them um because like there's no way i'm going to remember any of it and then even if i could hear it like i'm not going to remember how i physically played it and it'll take me forever to figure it out so like i have like no joke i have like 12 maybe 15 hours of just parts like music parts that i have to eventually do something with oh because i won't remember it there's no way i'll remember it well at least yeah i mean yeah um that sounds very difficult as someone who's not musically inclined at all <laughs> or and whatever it, sounds, it is like imagine you had yeah. an idea for your game and you're like oh, i'll remember it you're, like, you're not gonna remember 
Oh no, no. When it comes when it comes to that kind of shit, no, you're right. I'm not gonna remember. Nobody um, is. Nobody. I use. I mean, I think all phones have this or some form of this app, like, like a this, note uh, app. Yeah, the color note, like yeah. the post-it note app, bro. I've got, I've got pages. Not they're not pages, but I've got entries going as far back as what's. Oh, that's what is my late my last one. February twentieth, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, if I'm at the gym, if I'm at the grocery store, like if an idea pops in my head, I'll just open up this thing, yeah, jot it down real quick, and then. But then the thing is, I'll, sometimes I'll forget to even check it. So <laughs> <laughs> there's that there's that side of it too. At least it's half half the battle. Yeah, it's because eventually you will, and you're like, oh yeah, this is I can go back to this. Yeah, but it'll be after the fact. Like, God damn it, ne- there's always <laughs> no, next year. No, what, no wonder this didn't come out right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, hey, Grayson, you want to say hi? What? You want to say hi? Sure. To Uncle Brian. Oh. Uncle B. Here, come say hi. A oh, rare, rare parents by, by Graham's son. The one and only Grayson. What's up, Grayson? Hi. How are you doing? Good. Hey, congratulations on your botany test. Your dad told me you got 100%. Thanks. That's awesome. And you got a nice little uh, notebook. You want to tell him what uh, movie you've been watching? I've been watching The Sandlot. The Sandlot? (laughs) How many times have you seen it so far since last night? Three times. (laughs) Wow. That's... That's good parenting right there. That is a fantastic movie. You know what? Maybe I'll watch The Sandlot today. You know? What's your it's been a while since I've seen it. Owen Penny. What was that? What's your favorite part? Say it. When Penny said, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I know. He's so big. I know, man. He's getting so big. He'll be uh, seven in like two and a half, three weeks. Wow, man. Yeah. Shit. We're getting old. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. Man, that is... We are. Oh, wow. But that was cool. Yeah. Rare appearance (laughs) by... By Nightwing himself. Yeah, man. Second time on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm got no transition at all. I'm just going to get straight to it. Have uh, Did you picked up Sifu? I picked yeah. it up. I haven't installed it, but I, I did get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, man, I love it. Tell me about it's, it. I mean, I, I've it's, been hearing, it's, like, I don't really check reviews, but like I did hear like really mixed things about it. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, there are some. Uh, it's. I think you would enjoy. It. That's why I recommended it to you because it's very much a. Uh, in terms of the difficulty, I would compare it to like a Dark Souls or one of those from software games. Wow. Um, because they've got this really cool. Um, uh, well, one, it's just hard. Like, and it's it's a brawler, a martial arts brawler. That's another reason why I thought you would dig it, because you know it basically. If you can just imagine like the raid. Uh, or like a almost like a Jackie Chan fight scene. That's how this game plays. Oh, Can you like, um, use the environment for stuff? Too, yes. Or? Oh, nice. Yes. There is a lot of you know environmental interaction. 
um, you're fighting multiple opponents at once. So you have to be able to navigate through the environment, you know, kind of slide over counters and, you know, you know, kind of create space and distance because, you know, you've got some low level thugs and you've got some guys that are stronger. So it's all about reading, you know, um, the foes are in front of you, but at the same time recognizing, you know, your surroundings because to go and take them all on head on is like, you're going to get your ass whooped. Um, it's one of those punishing games where it's like, you know, you really have to learn the gameplay. You know, if you button mash, you're going to yeah, get right, right. like a, a low level thug would will, will kill you hmm. in, you know, three or four hits if you're not. Because it's, it's a very defensive minded game. You know, I like that. Yeah. Of course, you got to dodge. You've got a parry. And then you can kind of duck and sway while standing in place, like to avoid punches and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's 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 amazing. I mean, the gameplay is 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 extremely well done. This developer slow cap, slow slow clap. Uh, they did a game prior to this called Absolver. Absolver, never heard of it. Which which I picked up uh, two weeks ago actually. It was, it was on Steam for like five dollars. I think it came out in like 2017, and it's it's also a martial arts brawler, but like takes place in this kind of like uh, other like a. It's like a sci-fi, it's like a sci-fi inspired type of weird game. Like it's okay. just kind of weird, but the combat in that was really good because again, it's martial arts and all that. And so I guess you know that game was a huge success, and they started developing Sifu, and they took all the best bits from Absolver, their gameplay, the combat, and then basically made Sifu, which is you know your it's your typical like the story isn't anything groundbreaking, which it doesn't need to be. It's Kill Bill. Okay. It's you know, you're you know the the student must avenge the death of his master. Right. Um. In this case, your master just happens to be your father. Mm. Um. And so when the game starts, you know, like they set it up. I'm not going to spoil how they set it up, but they set it up. And every there's five stages, and each stage at the end, you know, you're facing one of the five people responsible for the death of your father. So in that sense, it's like Kill Bill, where you know she's working her way up to get Bill. In that. Uh, in, in that movie um and it's and it's also like a, like a roguelite game have you heard that term yeah, yeah of course where you you the game demands perfection out of you to the point where it's i mean of course you can save along the way but it's one essentially playthrough to get you know to and defeat all five of the bosses before you run out of life. Mm. And this is where it gets really cool. And I, I explained it in the text. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I was having some drinks. I don't even know how, if that came out. <laughs> I understood, yeah. Uh, but it's amazing. So you've got this talisman. And so when you when the game starts out, you know, the first level is, uh, you know, you're in this neighborhood or whatever. You're 20 years old, right? Um, if you die at 20, so that's your first death, right? So then when you revive yourself, and you only have so many... Uh, like the shrine, like when you use it to revive yourself, it kind of you expend one. It's like chain, mm, like a mm. like chain link almost. And so you know you use that, you know one of them to revive. On your first death, you just add that one to your age. So when you come back again, you're 21. If you die again, that was your second death. So you add two to your age, which is 21, and then you come back. What's that? Uh, 23. Three. And so on and so forth. That's dope. And as you age, you know, the character model ages. Um, and the thing is, you want to be able to get through all five levels before you die. Mm -hmm. Because there is permanent death if you get to the point. I think 
it's 75 or 76. Once you get up to that last age, if you die during that run, then it's it's game over. Right. Um, So you have to manage your lives. And and it's really cool because, like, I've been going back and I completed the first stage like five times now. But I've been going back because the first time I completed it, I was in my late 40s. And I was like, oh, this is bad. I need, I can't, there's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to make it probably halfway, you know, be able to beat the, the second boss at this, you know, with this, this age. So you're always able to go back and retry the run. And the game will always save whatever age, whatever the, the youngest age you complete a run is permanently saved. Oh, okay. So if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Go back. Yeah, so I, I think I managed to beat the first boss at it was 20, six hmm. but i can do better wow. I can do better. and i've started playing you know the second stage which is takes place in the club and is very much inspired by that club scene in uh the raid too okay when the old man is fighting all those henchmen and all that just got the dj playing and all that yeah. stuff it's amazing man it's so dope that's such a rad concept like the age thing and and that being like eventual like a permanent death that's really really cool yeah, it is. And of course, you know, they got upgrades to your character. Uh, you can buy additional moves and everything. Okay. Um, they've got, you know, you can, you know, what, you know, they've got one of those wooden um, oh, wing dummies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, but when you engage with it, it basically transports you into like this, uh, where you're not, you know, just hitting the, the wood. There's like an actual AI opponent. Oh, okay. And you can use that to kind of train and get good with the game. Like you can have the AI be passive or you can make it aggressive to kind of learn you know how to play the game and i suggest that at everybody hmm. spend some time in there learn the moves learn the combos because it's very simple like it's basically a a light strike and a heavy strike a dodge and then guard right and with the guard you can do you know oh and they also have this thing called structure do you ever play sekiro the, yeah man the, i talk about that game all the time yeah yeah <laughs> so apparently it's, yeah yeah that's fair yeah, of course yeah <laughs> So I, I haven't played that game. I played Ghost of Tsushima, but apparently like in, in Sekiro, there's something called a, uh, in, in, in Sifu, they call it structure. Mm-hmm. Where it's in, oh, in posture. It's posture, yeah. Right, where right, it's like, right. as you're defending, like when you absorb hits, like in Sifu, like you can only do that for so long and it, each one, it kind of adds to your structure. And if you get enough of that, the structure breaks. Right. And for a couple of seconds and you can't defend, you just got to utilize other right. uh, defense attack, like parrying or just, you know, sidestepping out of the way. So they do. They have that in this game too, which is really cool. But again, like it's very, very tactical. Mm-hmm. I like uh, that. Yeah, thinking man's like fighting game. It's yeah. really cool. I can't. I can't I say enough good things about it. Yeah. I. Uh, I mean, it sounds really cool. I can't. I mean, I'll probably next weekend. Um, I'll install it and check it out. It's the the posture thing is is rad. I mean, it's in a lot of fighting games, but like the from software guys put it. It's in the Dark Souls games too. I don't know if it's in Dark Souls 2. It's definitely in Dark Souls 1 and 3. And then, yeah, Sekiro also. Okay. And yeah, it just prevents it prevents you from just cheesing, and then it prevents your enemies, even the AI, from just standing there blocking the whole time, too. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Sifu, it came out this past Tuesday. Um, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It's one of the best video games that I've played in a very, very long time. Wow. And and one of those games where it's like, I want to get good at it. Right. And, you know, you know, I don't mind losing or dying, you know, because I just take it as okay. Just take it as a challenge, you yeah, know? Yeah, and, yeah, That's cool. And yeah, uh, 
it's, it's great. And, 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 you know, you can, like I said, you're going to do a lot of repeats through levels, but they, 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 they do it in such a way where it's like, if you explore the environment also, you can basically find shortcuts mm. to either make a straight beeline for that boss if you want, um, or pick up other things that you add to your detective board that opens up more clues and gives you more cool shit. Um, the shortcuts are cool, but for me, I just like going through and just practicing beating up everybody. Um, and again, it uses the environment uh, in every aspect. Like, if, you know, they got takedowns and it's like some uh, some rave shit. Like, you get somebody up against like a door jam and da 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 and then he like elbows the guy's face right up against the, uh, the wall or something like that. It's, it's dope. It's That's dope. cool, man. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll check it out. I'm also excited, I mentioned this before, Elden Ring, the n- latest uh, from software game comes out on the 25th. What is that? Two weeks. Yeah, and, I thought it was uh, coming out this this week actually. Yeah. The twenty fifth, uh, and 25th. so I'm so excited. I mean, it's, a, it's their first open world game. It's it's an open world Dark Souls game, but like, haven't all the other ones been open world? I mean, I mm-mm. haven't played a whole. No, mm-mm. I mean, huh. in, okay, okay, yeah. In, in oh. an area, you can kind of run around. Oh, you can in an area you can run around, but like it's. Um, but it's still constructed as like it's still constructed. Like it's, it's they, like, they have like level, level design. Almost. They have level yeah, design. Level design. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and I'd argue like I can't think of a developer who has better level design than them right now. I can't. Their their level design is really really good. And uh, yeah, like Sekiro, it's there might be a few options to go, but in order to progress, you have to go one way. You got yeah yeah. Eventually, okay. like gotcha. if you take left or right, it's. It's all. It's going to yeah. funnel you to that that, yeah. uh, that foggy door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then so with Elden Ring, it's like they're taking everything they learned from all those games, all the Dark Souls games, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and like they they're putting all those great elements in one game plus its open world. I'm I'm so excited. I haven't pre-ordered a game in I don't even know how many years. I haven't I haven't bought a brand new game. In I don't know how many years. Like I always wait till it's on sale on Steam or whatever or Epic. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a big sales guy. You yeah, know. I just wait yeah. and because it's 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 rarely <laughs> worthwhile to buy something new and I'm always let down. Developers promise the world and it's never even close to that. Yeah. Um, but the, I I actually order pre-ordered it. Uh, I didn't do like a deluxe version. I just got like the regular version. But um, yeah, I was I'm that excited about it. I. I, yeah, I, I bought the deluxe version of Sifu. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it was only it was on it was on a, it was discounted because I got it and it gave me early access to the game. Uh-huh. Um, it was like forty five dollars. Oh, you know, this, this is came with a soundtrack and like an art book or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you, man. I know. I mean, you and I got another buddy, my friend Robert, who's also really excited for uh, Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, he can't wait to. I think he. I think he pre-ordered too. So I mean, I'll check it out. I mean, I. I, yeah, I haven't played a lot of uh, from software games. The last one that I did play was uh, Bloodborne, mm-hmm. and I liked it. I don't know why I just I stopped playing it though. It's hard. It is hard, but I think it was. It's less to do with that because I mean I, I knew that going in. Right? Right. That's why I, I wanted to play it. I think maybe I just got busy or something, and then I my short attention span. I probably started playing something else on my yeah. computer. But I'll maybe get back to it at some point. Yeah, I've been hopping back in on um, Red Dead, also. Which is like a game I beat a long time ago. I just like, I just like the world, man. I just, I just like running around the world. It's so fun. 
Yeah, I never could not get into Red Dead. That's stupid. I know. I was. I, <laughs> tell well, me about it. It, it is I, a slow start. It's a very slow start. You have to put oh, in like, a yeah. lot of time. Yeah, yeah, it's super slow. And yeah, I just stopped playing it one day. And then like so many months had passed. And I went back to, you know, to play. And I was like, fuck, I don't even know where that. They don't know what I'm right. doing. How to? I don't play, know what yeah. I'm doing. I, I just forgot everything, and I was like, ah, forget it. It's there should I, be I, a feature in a game where, like, you know, because it has a counter in your system or whatever. Like, if a month passes, it should give you the option to do a tutorial again. They like, should, like, yeah. just outside of the game. Like, we'll run you through the paces real quick, and then you can jump back in. That's a really good idea. Thank you, man. I'm a huh. genius. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna write that in my. You should write that down. in my color note. Yeah. <laughs> That you're never gonna look at again. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, that's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, um. And so what? Was, oh, I I picked up because uh, God of War finally came out on PC. So I you got that one. Did you pick that up? Yeah. Um. I'm not big on like button smashy arcade fighting type stuff, which is kind of what God of War is. Um. The story seems cool. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back into it, but like it didn't grip me enough to, I played maybe an hour, which isn't enough time, but, um, so I'll get back into it, but I wasn't like blown away. Maybe everybody's talking so amazing about it, but I'm sure like it gets more engaging as you go, but no, 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 this is your first time playing through it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when I got my PS4, of course I had to pick up, you know, God of War. Oh my he's uh, he's he's playing the 3DS, and there's like a thing where you can take pictures, and it puts the picture on like a thing that flies around in oh nice your space, yeah. So you saying? Um, yeah. So I, I picked up God of War for the same reason. It's like okay, and I I like the franchise. You know, yeah. I haven't played it in a long time, but I'm like okay, everybody's talking about it. I played it, like, and I picked it up maybe like two years after the fact. Okay. Um. So I start playing it, and I my impression was was like yours, like I, the one with much, the, the sun, right? The one with the sun. Yeah. You know, I'm. Um, I was like, okay. I'm. I guess I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Not really. Not I'm not really all that into it. Hoping that it's going to pick up. And trust me, I got about halfway through that game. Probably I'll say three, three, three fourths of the way through. Oh, okay. And I just got bored. Not feeling it. I wasn't feeling it, man. Um, and yeah. I, I was again. It's not bad at all. Like yeah. I mean, obviously the work's been put in, and it just wasn't very fun <laughs> to me. That's I wasn't kinda, yeah. having a good time playing it. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. And like, it wasn't. I could see what the idea of the story, like you know, Kratos learning to be a more patient and loving man, and this kid learning to be a man, dealing with the death of his mom. Like, I, the themes I thought were cool and everything. I just like, yeah, the gameplay. You're. you're almost on rails in that game like oh you are yeah it's just i mean they're just you're go, just but going this way I'm, i i don't for me personally i mean we've talked about this before i don't mind that totally. you know like i mean especially for certain games like yeah please let me know and you know push me where i need to go totally um i feel like yeah. on a game like that like it needs to be faster paced like it it the the pace needs to be faster and it needs to be more exciting i guess like there, there's a lot of there's a lot of like open world walking around in that game which yeah, doesn't there work is. well for a linear game. Yeah, there, there, you're right about that. And I think a lot of the pacing, especially early on, is a problem. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, basically, you know, it, you know, which led to my, you know, my dissatisfaction 
you know, with it. Ultimately, I will say it does pick up. You know, the pacing gets better once you get about halfway through, more than halfway through. But still, like just the that's a ways though. I know, but the yeah, the the, the gameplay and just like itself, while it's very solid and well done. Totally. I don't know for whatever reason. I just was not enjoying myself. Yeah. You know, um, and it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things where at the end of the day, it's like, well, I'm supposed to be having fun. And if I'm not having fun, I mean, I don't, I guess there's, <laughs> there's no need to really dig any deeper than that. That's it's it. like, it's, for that's, me, it's just not fun. That's you know? yeah. It, it, yeah, I agree. It felt like a bit of a slog and I can appreciate like how good it is. And what's weird too, it's like, I'm, I'm only play on PC and, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing um recently myself I yeah just, I, I haven't i can't remember the last time i booted up my, my playstation yeah but i i built my pc in 2013 the thing is like old i mean it, it runs everything great uh this was the first game red dead was the first game red dead 2 was the first game where i had to like drop the settings to like x what's the current xbox xbox one xbox series x xbox series x red dead 2 was the first game where i had to drop the settings down to like Xbox series X level. Um, okay. And again, my graphics card is, I have a GTX 780 classified, which is like a supercharged 780. They're in 3090 now, like RTX 3090. So I'm like way separated as far I as like, my graphics card is. Yeah. Um, but so Red Dead was the first game, but I can run Red Dead at, current gen console settings and it looks good um but then the way that god of war is optimized i had to run it at low um which still looks good it's just like uh it was just a little choppy and weird so it wasn't it wasn't fun on, in that aspect to play either where it was like the frame rate wasn't great and i'm running it in low settings not their fault my graphics card is fucking 12 years old or whatever but anyway yeah it wasn't terribly fun what's going on here yeah and at the end of the day, it has to be fun. <laughs> you girls know, just want to have fun. Otherwise, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, for? girls just want to have fun. That's it. <laughs> Cindy Lauper knew it then. It's true now. True now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so we got one episode of Peacemaker left. No, I'm sad. So sad. But thankfully for me. It's one of those shows that I will have no problem rewatching over I, and over until season two comes out. I agree. This episode, episode seven. The, the penultimate episode. The penultimate episode. They like, they set up a lot word. and they accomplished a lot. It was interesting. Like, so the alien stuff doesn't get resolved. Obviously, that's going to be the very last episode. But all the stuff with his dad does get resolved in a big way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've said it before, like this show, everything is so tight. Yeah. There is no slack at all uh, within this show. Like every moment is, there's not a wasted moment or opportunity or anything. It's like everything happens that needs to happen to keep the, the narrative moving forward. Yeah. And it does so at the perfect pace. It's not too fast and it's not too slow. Um and I think it just shows, like, I mean, the, the the confidence that James Gunn has in his storytelling ability. Like, he's, like, the show, it, it, and uh, the thing that I love about it is that it's, it's just, it's basic, right? Like, they're yeah. not, they're not trying to be clever and to swerve 
the audience. Right. You know, the things that you expect to happen based off of the events that have come before it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. but 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 it, it but it, it happens in a way where it's like, yes, you know, it's logical. Of course, this is how this will resolve itself. So you don't feel cheated at all. If anything, right. you just feel uh rewarded as a viewer that the writer that james gunn is not treating the audience like idiots totally. you know and and just kind of just really keeps you firmly uh you know uh attached in the ride of yeah. where this whole thing is going you're absolutely right and like they're not like it, it's a clever show like the writing is clever in that they're funny and whatever but like it's not trying to be clever it's just it is it's, it's a perfect way to put it like some shows they go so far like you could argue like with WandaVision for example they were trying so hard to be very clever yeah um, and it just you know it crashed and burned at the end and uh, this show isn't doing that but it's arguably just as big of a story like as far as yeah it's focusing on a handful of people in their relationship plus a very outlandish supernatural thing but yeah, they just, this show doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't cater to you or pander to you, but it, I yeah. don't know, man, it's, it's just, it's just done really well. You know, the, the, you know, you bring up Wanda, like the, the closest approximation on the, on the Disney side to this show will be Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, you know, now Hawkeye obviously is not dealing with, you know, uh, an invading alien force or whatever, but just in terms, again, like that show, it is a very well-paced a uh, very well constructed story yeah that does not try to you know again swerve or try to shock and surprise the audience with some crazy twist or yeah. something that well you never see this coming it's like no things happen in a way that you would expect them to happen and they do, and they happen in that way and yeah you got the surprise with the kingpin i don't think sure. anybody i mean maybe people saw that coming i i didn't really um but again it was just a very uh well written um well-told story in this and then you know the same thing with uh with james gunn and what he's done on peacemaker it's it's just fantastic man and like yeah i mean i wasn't like, i'm really gonna be sad with next week when episode eight comes yeah. out and that's it so in this um, in this episode like we, we in episode six we leave it like everything's gonna converge the the uh what's his name the white dragon the white dragon the white um, dragon the nazi group is coming the, the butterflies yeah, come, coming have, after peacemaker coming after peacemaker the butterflies have taken over all the police and inmates in the prison they're coming after peacemaker the and then the peacemaker crew is kind of splitting apart cuz you know autobio's uh, a double agent and all this stuff and then in this episode they don't waste a lot of time trying to get them back together like they all voice their opinion like i don't trust you i don't like you whatever and but they're like okay yeah but we're back together yeah, yeah. So they didn't like make this overly dramatic apology thing. Like Peacemaker's like, yeah, I don't like you anymore. I don't trust you, but we have to do this thing. So I that's the thing. Yeah, I, and I like that too. Yeah, they Me don't too. go out of their way to yeah because they know it's like okay, bring it back together. We need to, and they agree to do it for the the greater good. But I love that they yeah, just because they're back doesn't mean that everything is forgiven. Yeah, and that example you just brought up with uh, Peacemaker not a you. He's like, no, fuck you. It's like, yeah, you suck. Um, yeah, you suck. You're a terrible and, human being. And, and so, okay, so the all the Nazis get together and they go and hunt down Peacemaker. It's Peacemaker, uh, Vigilante, and and Campos, and Campos, yeah. Diebeard, and yeah, they're, uh, and they're going there. So they're on their way to the cow, right? 
they want to go kill the cow, the, uh, the 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 bean that is the food source of these invading butterflies. Which last week we thought they would make a literal cow, but we were wrong. They do show it at the end, and it is a giant alien. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a giant, huge alien underground at this farm. But it is an alien cow, because it definitely it still had the udders. Did yes, you, did you yes, see yes. that? Like, it was pumping it, out all the yeah, stuff. But yeah, yeah I sure. was... Like I was half expecting just to be like just a large cow, cow. a huge cow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the white dragon and the Nazi guys they find Peacemaker. White dragon like is flying in his suit and crashes into the. And they're tracking them because uh, you know Peacemaker's got all the helmets. So unbeknownst to them, like the white dragon and his you know dipshit Nazi friends are tracking them uh, through the helmets. Yeah, there's like a GPS within all the helmets. So and they have no idea. They're in the car rocking out when uh yeah. white dragon comes sailing through yeah so they get into a fight uh the you know he knocks them over so they're all messed up peacemaker takes off and vigilante takes off and and compost takes off they're hiding in the woods they use the woods a lot in this show it's fun yeah. um the nazis are chasing them long story short you know they kind of get away and then all the nazis pop up they, they didn't they didn't get away they all start beating the hell out of peacemaker and his dad comes over and he's like gonna kill him. And then Vigilante comes out of nowhere with the the setup from the previous episodes. He stabs him right in the the separation the, of the armor. The, the gap in his armor, yeah. And he yep. says it when he Yep, <laughs> when I know. He does it, he goes, see, <laughs> see, there's a hole in the armor. <laughs> so he stops him and uh they they they're surrounded by all these Nazis with guns, and then out of nowhere, and Campos saves the day again with it. Because <laughs> it comes out with the Uzi machine gun, yeah. <laughs> and it just, just murders all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great bonding moment for these three, you yeah. know? Uh, Vigilante, Peacemaker, and Campos, you know? I love seeing those three working together. Me you know, too. Just on their own. Uh, and, then they, and then they have, again, they have the confrontation between, the final confrontation between Peacemaker and and his father and even in defeat the father man uh what's the actor's name again um robert patrick robert patrick he was fantastic in this so good i mean he's just, really scary and menacing he is and, yeah. just the most despicable human being that you'll probably see on television this year so we, we found out at the beginning of the episode what we kind of um what we pieced together from the last episode, but yes, his dad did make the, his two sons as little kids fight for money and Peacemaker ended up hitting and killing his brother. And then, so his dad blames him for that. And obviously it's the dad's fault. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So go ahead. Oh, uh, no, no, you can say you're better with the recaps. Than me. I don't know about that. So then, uh, yeah. So Peacemaker is standing in front of his dad and uh, he's got a gun pulled on him, and his dad is like, "You're not going to do anything, you pussy." <laughs> I know, yeah. still talking he's, mad still shit, still talking shit, <laughs> and he's just like going on and on about how worthless he is, and and uh, Peacemaker is really struggling. Like he he just even at this very last moment, he just wants his dad to love him, and he finally realizes it's not going to happen, and he just pulls the trigger and puts a bullet in that right. man's head, and the and the look on his face to have that <laughs> look of shock it was, 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 was perfect yeah it was perfect now I'm sorry the guy like a something flying in front of me okay so I could be wrong that was the first person 
that Peacemaker killed in this show. Actual person. Not that's not that was that was not a butterfly. Really? Right? Because remember, you know, uh yeah, if you think about it. So episode one, when he, when he meets the you know, the the hair metal chick. Yeah, she's a butterfly. She's a butterfly. The people uh golf when they when they are at the the, the senator's right, house with the kids he couldn't kill the kids because they i can't do it plus he That's was right um and then they go to the factory uh and they're all butterflies there right and he's oh, got yeah, that yeah, helmet right. he's got the so helmet that he can see um everybody so yeah this was the first person since, actual human since the he, suicide squad since the suicide squad since he killed uh rick was name rick flag is that his name or yeah is that rick flag uh, i thought that, that was his name? i think you're right or, or is that is that marvel who's the one in marvel no i think you're uh, right rick flag yeah rick flag right. yeah, yeah yeah so yeah wow yeah, no they, right. they they saved that death for the one that you know was gonna mean the most yeah to uh to peacemaker and i guess and to the viewers you know and john cena did a good job man he he really sold it he was emotional I need to watch again to see if he if it was a real tear or not. I don't know, but I, 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 it was. I saw it twice. Okay, well, I don't I know because they twice. can just cut to it and <laughs> let it pop out. They put that. <laughs> well, top oh, in you know, eye. yeah, you're right about that. That's yeah. true. But either way, he did a great job. Um, and then there's this hilarious moment. John Cena's <laughs> on the ground crying yeah. and vigilante because before. John Cena was crying in his trailer a couple episodes ago and Vigilante pops up and he's like, are you crying? And John Cena like, is like, no, I was doing face exercises. <laughs> That's yeah. why my face is so buff or whatever. <laughs> and so John Cena's crying on the floor in front of his dead father who he just shot in the face. And <laughs> Vigilante is like, I don't know if now is the right time to right. do your face exercises. <laughs> <laughs> and it cobbles is this, he's crying, you, you dummy, or something like that. <laughs> he's like, it's so oh. funny, man. Uh, that's the thing like these moments of these moments of heavy drama are are because of how well written the show is can can sit right next to a moment of pure like levity and uh and humor you know uh it's uh not an easy thing to do um but this show really does it well yeah it's very it's it's very effortless the way they just kind of weave in and out of that yeah um so the, the nazis are no more and then it's just down to the aliens, the butterflies, they go and find Mern, and they kill him. The butterfly jumps out of his head. They kill that too. Snatch it, yeah. Um, there's going to be some dissent though, because the right hand man butterfly says to Detective Song Butterfly, like he was one of us, like you shouldn't have killed him. And then her response is, "Well, he was against us. What do you expect?" Blah blah blah. So I think there's going to be some dissent. Yeah. In the last episode. I uh, I picked up that too. I mean, because I don't think that he would have been scripted to say that. If, yeah. Because because I mean, we see by now. I mean, whether it's a callback to other episodes or whatever, like the things that these characters say, it really does matter. There's not yeah. these things aren't wasted. So I also my antenna went up when you said that. I'm like, okay, he's not all he's following orders, but he's also got a little more principles and yeah, like he's he'll he'll help the good guys in the end. Yeah. Or sacrifice himself. Uh, or sacrifice or himself, right. So they're now at the farm, all the butterflies at the farm. That's when we see the, and they're preparing for war. And there's like, they have some sort of teleportation machine, which we f- learn. Yeah. And we don't really know what the deal with that is, but, 
and then uh, everybody else, the, the, and then the, the Peacemaker team is back together. And there, there's this really amazing scene where they, what is it? They go to like stitch up? They, it, they, yeah, because uh, Eagly in the oh, fight right, with, right, uh, right. with uh, uh, White Dragon, um, Eagly gets injured. White Dragon smacks him out of the air. So, you know, uh, in Campos, Vigilante, you know, Peacemaker, they end up driving like a veterinary, a, a, a veterin, how do you say that word? <laughs> veterinary office? Veterinary office, yeah, thank you. And uh, Eagle's getting patched up. And that's where the gang all meets back up again. Um, right. Out of Bayou, um, the, 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 what's Elaine. The Is that her Judah. name? It's not Elaine. Harcourt, uh, Harcourt. Harcourt, what's her first name again, though? I don't know. I just, that was like the, the big deal. The Attractive blonde woman. Yeah, she is oh, right. uh, it was, yeah. What was it? Uh, it's not Elaine. Emily. It's kind of mm. like that. I don't know. She is very yeah. pretty though. Yeah. So they all meet back up, and uh, it's a really funny scene. Like Vigilante is like holding the uh, the staff uh, at gunpoint, threatening to to murder them because they have seen their faces, and you know they have to make sure that they got to cover their tracks. Yeah. And it's. A hilarious scene, and ultimately, you know, he gets talked down. Uh, Hardcore kind of tells him, kind of gives him, like, okay, you don't, yeah, we can. Because we'll she's tie softening him up. too, like, she, yeah, yeah. She, she would softening. in her earlier days, she would have killed them too, right? But she is, yes, is having to change her heart in that respect, and decides to just say, no, just you know, tie him up. That it, uh, <laughs> there's another funny scene. Man, vigilante, all the, he's got all the he's great. He's so lives. funny, man. Once he's talked out, talked down from, you know, gunning them down. He then gets so concerned about using, you know, the proper tape because he doesn't want <laughs> to, to use like a was it duct tape or anything because it could be bad for the skin. It'll hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> it'll hurt him. <laughs> yeah. And then the, and then the nurses end up getting on their side. Like they pick up guns. They're like, yeah, let's go fight. And they're like, no, you can't come. You'll just die. Like, oh, that was okay. awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like that. That you know that you know uh, you know that that raw raw speech that you know you usually see where the whole team gets together and it's like it's the third act. We all got to band together for the for the common cause and, <laughs> and do this thing together. And then the camera, and they all like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. And yeah, the camera pans to the three office workers. And one of us holds a shotgun and she racks it. And she's like, yeah, we do. <laughs> they quickly get shut down. I was like, no, you just die. You cannot come. Uh, so that, And that's how we leave it. That They're all on the way to the farm that butterflies are already at the farm and there's something with a teleportation machine um yeah it's raised against the clock because they want to teleport the cow to a different location and if, and if that happens you know the team will lose you know track of where this animal is right so this is like so they got to get to the cow kill it or kill them before you know it gets someplace else so it's all coming to a head in episode eight and uh yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Judo Master came back. Oh, that's right. On this episode. That's right. <laughs> back. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he still held a grudge because he he went and finds um board at the hotel in yeah. Atabayu. They have that fight. What did they do with them? Because they, they, they end up tasing him. They, they tase him. And I think we're going to find out in the next episode that he's probably like in the trunk or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll obviously he'll end up joining them and helping fight the butterflies for sure. Right. I think. You no, know, you're probably right because I was just thinking like where he fits in, but it didn't. Just, I'm sure that he's in the you know, M or something. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for Thursday, and uh, yeah, man, this has just been such an unexpected treat, you know. It really has. I yeah. I mean, I, and I'm and I'm a big fan of like 
the big franchises taking characters that aren't A-list characters. Like I, I like that that's been happening. Um, I think it's super cool. And and this is just probably the again after like Deadpool, this is probably the best example of taking a B or C or D character and then just making something really excellent with it. Uh, excuse you. Deadpool is not an A but, character. Yes, he is. You better put some respect. No, 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 no. He I'm is not, an A character. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I mean A as in like a known character. He was a known character. Deadpool. No, outside of comics, he's not known. No, he. Are you kidding me? Outside of comics, Deadpool Dead, is not Deadpool, known. Deadpool. No, 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 no. Yes, no. he is. Yes, he is. No, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying his Q rating is on the level of like a, a Superman. Obviously, that's what but I mean. Trust like, you. but a lot of people were aware of Deadpool before that movie. Came outside out. of comics, I, I've been yeah. reading Deadpool since. I have I have you know '90s X Men comics and X Force comics with Deadpool. Like I, I've, I've known Deadpool for a long time, but like people don't know about Deadpool. I think you'd be surprised. I think more people knew about him than. I think more people knew about Iron Man, and nobody knew about Iron Man. <laughs> I, th- I will say more people knew about Deadpool. That's a lie. How dare yeah. you, sir? I'm I'm sure because that image is such iconic. Like you know, I don't know. I, I mean, look, I'm wrong about a lot of shit. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just think I just think you're a you're a Rob Liefeld fanboy, so that's why you're saying well, he, this. He is the greatest. He that's is not the, the greatest. He is. He is. He's 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 just okay. He's he's not even really good. Okay, see, I don't even want to go down this road with you. Do I need to? Uh, do I need to flash I'm, I'm, the, the Captain America drawing on the screen? I'm, I'm having. You know the Captain America drawing I'm talking I'm ha- about. I do. <laughs> I'm having such a great conversation. I'm having such a great day. It's beautiful. It's like 90 degrees in LA. I do not want to go down this road. We will choose to uh, agree to disagree about the brilliance uh, uh, of Rob Liefeld. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Like everybody, this everybody this Rob Liefeld that. that drew this? <laughs> it's comic books, man. Don't even it's start. Don't even books. start. Don't even if start. You want, if you want to see something uh, realistic, Look at it. Look, take a picture and look at a, at a photography book. No, it's 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 okay. Fine. His uh, artistic expression of how he thinks Captain America is looking at profile shot. Okay, fine. Here, let, let, let's let's real quick. Uh, Captain America, Jim Lee. Why you gotta? <laughs> Why do I have to go with the actual best of all time? Oh come on, Jim Lee is a sucker, man. How dare you, sir? Jim Lee, what is are we a talking sucker. about right now? He's a sucker. I listen to Rob Liefeld's podcast. Oh, so and, that's uh, that's where this is coming from. This is this is some person. This, you're not judging the art. You're talking about their personality in some way. Uh, his art is good. He's not my favorite. I would I would prefer Rob Liefeld to Jim Lee because <laughs> Rob Liefeld at least has a very unique style. You know, uh, he does. I'm gonna post this picture right now on our Twitter at Bombcast Podcast. No, no, look, look, that is not best. Merely of Captain America by Rob Life. Go ahead and post it. I mean, I, I don't care because he's still the best. But the thing, Rob Liefeld's art to me is just very fun to view. I think it's very kinetic. I don't care that the anatomy. Or is is out of proportion? It just looks cool, and <laughs> does it though? Yeah, most of his stuff. That admittedly is not the coolest thing he's drawn, but I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, Captain America is not the coolest thing to draw. 
I don't know, man. There's a lot of examples of cool Captain America. And there's also a ton of examples of <laughs> Rob Liefeld just drawing the wackest stuff. It's it's not whack. It's it's unique. It's unique. It's art. It's art. You can't just say it's art. <laughs> I just said it like three times. That's true. You I'm going to say it a fourth. It's you did. art. And it's, it's comic book art. So, you know, uh, Jack Kirby, his proportions weren't. Uh, weren't realistic. They were very big and bombastic. It's like, that's what I want out of my comic book artist. Uh-huh. And not everybody can do it. You know, Rob Liefeld's one of the, one of the for me, and I know <laughs> he takes, he gets a lot of shit, you know, unfairly. Rightfully so. Unfairly so. Um, but yeah, I will always have uh, Rob Liefeld's back. And uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's the man. For those of you who don't know, he also created Deadpool. Yes, he is. Yes. That's <laughs> how this whole thing kind of started. But yeah. Yes, he um, he ripped off. Uh, <laughs> um, what is it? Um, See, you say ripped off, but he knew exactly what he was doing. It was an homage to. Uh, Stop it! No, it, it was. To, it was. Um, he, he said that. Like he, he knows. He knew what he was doing. It was a dead shot. Dead shot. Thank you. It was a combination of the name, uh, dead shot, and who else? Um, damn it! I don't know. I forget. But yeah, but, but, and, you know, and, or maybe it was, yeah. Maybe and Rob Liefeld is not uh, somehow exclusive to copying characters from another franchise. I mean, that's like all DC and Marvel do is just <laughs> copy each other's characters. Yeah, yeah. It's not weird. It's very, very common. Um, you know, D- DC just happens to have made most of the most iconic characters first, and then Marvel kind of aped a lot of them but then marvel has made a bunch of amazing characters in their own right too so who cares yeah exactly i mean that's who cares that's, that happens in any form of entertainment totally you know? it's totally. always going to be for me it's like you can take a premise i mean just do something you know put your own unique spin on it yeah yeah if your you version I mean? is better then it's better yeah yeah it resonates resonates i know? agree i agree yeah. um but yeah rob Liefeld is definitely not the best he's he's he's, he's aces in my book <laughs> I know, I know. You've always been a big Rob Liefeld supporter ever since I've known you. It's always it's always been a conversation that's come up. Yeah. Yeah. He's the man, though. He is a man. I think the only thing about him I don't like is the fact that I think he was he's from like Orange County. I, uh, he's definitely got that bro vibe, like Oakleys and spiky hair and like yeah, puka uh, shells or some shit like that. Like, puka shells. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got that vibe. <laughs> Like he loves uh, Sublime and stuff like that. I, mean, I like Sublime. They're from Long Beach. They are from Orange County. Sublime? Yeah. Oh, who am I thinking? No, no, Sublime. The, uh... They are from Orange County. They they like to tell people, or they liked to tell people that they were from Long Beach and from the hood. There are some Orange County guys. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I really don't know all that much about them. Um, yeah. I like some of their music. Yeah, I mean, they were big on like, you know, they grew up, you know, they're rich white kids and they, you know, just, then started saying like you know LBC and you know they started talking about yeah. struggle and pretending they were Jamaican or whatever the fuck they were doing. Yeah, yeah, you know, another... <laughs> t- t- typical white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, appropriating uh, some uh, black culture? To, yeah, uh, to their financial benefit. Yeah, just but, uh, you just know. classic white guy stuff. You know, <laughs> well, everybody everybody's benefits from, from from my culture except me. Yeah, that's that's how appropriation <laughs> works. Yeah, I guess, I guess like, so. <laughs> I guess you're right. Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. I, was, I saw like a some clip of a K-pop thing, and I was just thinking like how crazy it is, uh, the reach of hip hop and 
black culture and yeah because like even in the pop music in korea it's heavily now now is heavily influenced by oh, yeah. black streetwear hip-hop it's it's r&b r&b uh, all that stuff yeah i mean all you know any american music is black music but it's just like it's it's really crazy to think because you remember like in the 90s hip-hop it was like liking comics like you it wasn't cool and people did not <laughs> respect that you like there was stuff on the news about how hip-hop was a fad and you know it wasn't real music like that was like the common take it was always cool though no yeah well for, uh, the, i mean yes, for four yeah. people but i my, like how comics yeah, were yeah. not cool like hip-hop was the same thing it's like oh you like that but that's not even real music yeah yeah um, my, and my, i have family now. members telling me that like all that 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 hippity hop stuff that's not <laughs> real music <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Um, any new thing is going to take a while for it to, uh, to gain traction. I mean, hip hop, it obviously it definitely did. I mean, it's just wild. It's just wild yeah. to see it. Like, damn, like in Korea or like India or every, every corner Everywhere. of the world is like so heavily influenced by hip hop and not just hip hop, but just like black American culture and vernacular and, um, dance and just like, it, I don't know, man, it's pretty wild. You know, I think. You know, because you bring you brought up the K-pop stuff. I think me and you should appropriate that. We should start our own K-pop. Let's do it. Me and you, dog. Just yeah. I let's mean, do you're, it. you're a musician already, so it's you true. produce and write and sing everything. <laughs> it's true. And I'll just be in the background. You I know, know man, uh, it's a tough sell for us. <laughs> it's a couple, <laughs> a couple of forty-year-old men. Forty-year-old. <laughs> I'm down to give it a try, man. Let's go. I so I've never tried that. So yeah, well, we, we, we can, can you know, we can, we can, we can lie about our ages. We don't, I don't it's think we're 40, you know, <laughs> have to get rid of some of these, maybe shave my beard. Yeah, 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 all the gray's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who, who wants to get on a, uh, Byron, if you're listening, jump in on this with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Byron on there. Yeah. Jason Hughes or something. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's wild though. It's it's really weird. Like even country music, like they borrow from hip hop now too. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So I ever saw that shit coming. I yeah. mean, and then and then you got the uh, who's the uh, the gay uh, rapping oh, cowboy Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, yeah, yeah. You know, I like him. I don't know anything about his music. I've not, I don't think I've ever heard his songs, but like I've just seen his Twitter. I like yeah. that dude a lot. Well, I don't really. I don't know what his music sounds like, but uh, I love that he's just constantly like, no, I don't care. I don't like you're an idiot, and like I love that he's making videos where he's like having sex with Satan. I think it's awesome. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big fan. I, I'm like you. Yeah, I think the only song of his I do know is that 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 one that got him made him famous. Mm -hmm. with, uh, was that Billy Ray? Country, that, yeah, yeah, country road, yeah. Or old country road. I country, heard yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's I'm, I'm not a fan of that song, right? But uh, but yeah, I and then yeah, I saw that video where he's like grinding, or the devil's grinding on him, or whatever it's the fuck, amazing. or something like that. Amazing. And uh, I mean, of course, I don't give a shit, but I, I love how upset it makes everybody, and totally. I think obviously that's why he did it. Totally. Know? So yeah, it's like uh, I like that about him, I guess. Yeah, and especially like you know, I mean, it it's super brave. Obviously, like, I mean, definitely in the hip hop community, there's so much homophobia and just like nonsense, uh, machismo and like, you know, the toxic masculinity stuff. So I love that he's like really going up against it. And and kids are like, yeah, that's stupid. People can be however they want. And I, I love it. I, I'm a big fan. Uh, hey, I'll give him a follow. 
you say he's good on Twitter. Um, he's funny. So before we get out of here, because I got a, yeah. I got, I got shit I got to do. I got a sun to raise somewhere in this house. I don't know where yeah. it is. So the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. they announced the nominees for the induction of 2022. Have you seen this list? No. Okay, I'm just gonna run down it real quick, and I want to okay. get your opinion. So this, these are just the nominees. So I guess not all of these people are gonna get in. Okay. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but these are the people that potentially can. Uh, Beck. Yay, nay. He's extremely talented. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Pat Benatar. I'm surprised he's not in already. That that um, surprises me too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Kate Bush. I'm not familiar with her. I'm I'm not like I've never been into Kate Bush, but like I know she's um, she was very popular. I don't know if it. I, I never thought of her as rock and roll. Maybe she is. I'm not familiar enough with her to know though. Okay. So and the, okay. So before we go any further, so it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. they, Tupac is in this. Yeah. So I, yeah. It's, I mean, I, it's essentially just a music hall of fame. Right. Yeah. I think it's just musician hall of fame, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. They need yeah, to change yeah. the name. So yeah. I mean, I, I know she was very popular and, and and apparently good. I just never heard her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Devo. Oh, absolutely. I'm surprised they're not in it already. Also. See this one. Okay. So you you say absolutely. I the only thing the only Devo I know is that one big whip kid it. that they had. Yeah. Whip it. Whip right. it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. that thing. Yeah. Uh, but you say absolutely. So they they obviously you know yeah I they mean, have a lot of they have a lot of good music and like they were they were huge they were like a a part of a big movement of like that post punk. Um, new wave rock stuff that was coming out yeah for sure okay all right uh no here's another one that i just assumed was in duran duran oh that's weird i would assume they were too they're incredible like i I was listening to their first record the other day actually like a few weeks ago i was talking about with a buddy of mine um and I, i didn't remember them being so good like i've always liked duran duran but like yeah they're they're legitimately very very good and super influential and huge yeah i mean the fact that i i mean obviously i mean the fact because i don't I, I didn't grow up listening to duran duran yeah or like rock and roll music or all any of that shit but so for me when i see this like i even know who they are like yeah. i know their music so that kind of shows and i'm just you know obviously just one person's small sample size but you know if, if i know their music and i didn't even grow up listening to it like that just shows the reach that yeah you know, they had yeah they're they're really good um, I mean, this is a, yeah, he's, he's getting in for sure. Uh, Eminem. Of course. Um, one of the biggest with, rock stars of all time. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, some of these things is like, really, you gotta, he's got to take up a spot to be nominated. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some of these bands like, no, you're, you're in, you're yeah. in. No one needs to that's, vote on me, you. It, yeah. It's like, if like Pac or M or, you know, Jay-Z or Drake or yeah. Kanye West. Like, of course, of course. Yeah. What are you talking about? I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Eurythmics, you know. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. Like, I, I don't know what the criteria is to get in or not get in. For, for me, I'm like, all of these people, sh- yeah. Honestly, <laughs> you know, for, for me too, I'm, I'm, yeah, because one, it's like, I don't know the criteria, but I'm like, yeah, the Eurythmics. I mean, again, like. Sweet Dreams, like. Yeah. I mean, sure. they should get in just off of that song alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Judas Priest again. Oh. I just assumed they were in. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. I was for sure. Definitely Judas Priest. Like they had like such a massive impact on like heavy uh, rock guitar based music, at, without a doubt. Um, now this guy I don't know this man. Uh, Fila Cootie. I don't know. Have you heard of either. him? Uh, it's a brother. Maybe let me see. 
Fila Kuti's innovative music, revolutionary messages, and generational impact continue to represent the indomitable and evolving spirit of rock and roll. Hmm. Uh, uh. Brother Man, rock and roll, yin. Yeah. Uh, MC5, never heard of them. Motor City 5. Yeah. Kicked out the jam, the politicized. I, I would everything. assume they were like, uh, I, don't know punk? I don't know if they'd classify as punk, but yeah, like in that vein. Yeah. They're like real influential in that scene. Uh, I'm not laughing at this one. I'm laughing because I saw this other one we're getting to. Uh, New York Dolls. Um, totally. Okay. Glam rock, like the first glam rock band. I guess oh, after, yeah, they, after T-Rex, they would be the first glam rock band. Yeah, this, this photo that I'm looking at, they're definitely glam the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dolly Parton. Oh. And they've got the most beautiful photo of her. She was wow. fine as hell in her day, man. Yeah, she's still pretty, but yeah, this yeah, photo. Yeah. Really and, nice. she's, and she's a badass, like a legit badass, too. Yeah. Like yeah, one, I, uh, she can sing her ass off. She writes all of her own music. She always has. Um, and she's always, always been extremely progressive and forward. And yeah, she, she's she's the yeah. man. I, I love her so much. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, love Dolly. And I yeah. mean, come on, nine to five. Shit, enough said. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. I mean, I, absolutely. I figured they would be in it already too. Yeah, Lionel Richie. Oh, why, is, yeah. <laughs> why is he taking up a spot? Yeah, just get, you're in. Put him in. Carly Simon, you're in. Whoa, that's weird. I know, right? That's super weird. Um, uh, yeah. And again, I didn't grow up listening to Carly Simon, but who the fuck does not know who Carly Simon is? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And just, again, like very influential, like a, you know, quintessential singer-songwriter, yeah. early rock stuff. Yeah. All right, so we got two more. So, okay. again, I mean... Yeah, a tribe called Quest. Of course. Yeah, it's like duh. Good for them. That's awesome. I know. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's that's cool. And then um, Dion Warwick. That I would um, probably say no. <laughs> 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 I mean, she was famous for like the Psychic Hotline. I don't know. I, I know she put out music. I remember her yeah. music, but like, I can't. I, out of everyone on this list, I started like you know some hip hop artists like i did grow listening with some, a lot of dion warwick did you really uh, yeah my you know my family you know Is that yeah, she right? was like yeah so yeah she deserves to be in huh uh for her work as an artist i would say yeah absolutely um so yeah again i, I mean we'll see who gets voted in i don't even it doesn't even say like how many yeah are nominated they... and i don't even know but i'll keep an eye out and uh get back to you on who actually is being inducted at some point. I just saw the other day, like the induction speech for Jay-Z in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah? That Dave Chappelle did. Um, and like, he, you know, Dave Chappelle said a lot of things that were really good. But like he's, Dave Chappelle is just for a while, in the last couple of years, has really been on some like aggressively pretentious bullshit. Yeah, I know. The way he I speaks, know. I'm like, damn, dude, what? What's going on? Like, yeah, what, what's what's what happening? Yeah, like you're you're really not. Uh, something happened after he came back. Where he's like, kind of yeah, he's kind of for me. He's just he's feeling himself a little too much, way too and much. And there's a lack of uh, he's had, there's just a complete lack of humility. Yeah, or I don't even know if that's the right word for it. But the guy just comes off like a prima donna. Definitely, like, you know, and like one of the last things I would have used to describe. That I thought I would use to describe Dave Chappelle, but yeah, such a shock. It's yeah. it's such a shame. Like when you know when your heroes get older, oftentimes they just become Start very different the plot. people. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah and I, I remember I, this uh, years back he got the Mark Twain Award. Yeah, I and, remember uh, that. Yeah, great event. It was really touching and beautiful. And then afterwards, he did like a set at a nearby club, and you know a lot of people were there, and they filmed it and they showed it. And uh, he's being funny, doing his normal Dave Chappelle thing. But then he started talking, and he was saying something. This, this stuck with me. This was the first time I ever looked at him like, uh oh. He was he was on stage in this little club, and he was talking about like his place in the community, like, and he said like he's like I know what I am, meaning like he knows that he's like he thinks of himself as some sort of prophet or something like that. But that, that was the, the vibe and like the, Oh yeah. How I've, he phrased it. And I was just like, Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Somebody tell him no. Yeah. I've, I, I didn't see that, but I've seen other, uh, you know, interviews and stuff with him on it where I've gotten, I've, I've gotten those same feelings that you just did where that's what I mean. Like he's feeling himself too much. I said, dude, yeah. like, uh, you're starting to, I mean, you're, you're, you're reading your own press kit. Yeah, your ego yeah. is really getting out of control. Yeah, at this point, you know. I think back to him on like the inside the actor's studio with James Lipton and how amazing and and beautiful that whole thing was. And it's he's so humble and honest and raw. Yeah, and that was like a big starting for me, like to really like, oh wow, this guy, he's he's the one. But that's the problem. Enough people say that you're the one, and then you start acting start like to you're believe the one, it. and it's no good. He's, he honestly, if he doesn't correct the shit, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you gotta listen to me. But I, he's he's veering towards some. Uh, he ain't there, but I'm saying I think he's some Kanye stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. veering towards some Kanye type. I, shit. I agree. Like, I agree. You know, that he needs somebody like, within his circle to pull his ass back and like let him know, like, hey man, you're you're losing the plot over here. You need to yeah, need to <laughs> to get back to how you were. Yeah, you know, this person you're becoming is not it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. You know? Yeah, but the way people talk about Chappelle and look at him, like I, I, I don't see that happening. He'll, he'll get too far, unfortunately. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I, really I hope he doesn't, but you're probably right. Yeah. You know? But yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess you should go parent, and uh, I, I'll do some work, and yeah, finish up the day. Yeah. Um, that'll be it. We'll be back next week. Uh, before you leave, we'll do. Maybe we could do a Friday yeah, recording yeah. or something, and we'll get that peacemaker finale um before you head out to oregon yes sir sounds right. good brother um rate review like subscribe share comment all that stuff tell people about it and uh we'll see you next time all right peace peace Bombcast.